You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, uh, we're going to look at the most added and most dropped players uh, in fantasy. Uh, dig deep on the waiver wire, of course. Some injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays uh, for Wednesday. But first, Spencer Turnbull for the Detroit Tigers threw a no-hitter. Uh, you know, th- this week's version of the no-hitter uh, in Seattle uh, on Tuesday night. And Turnbull, he's a 28-year-old who have, I've talked about on this podcast before. He's sort of on the fringe of fantasy relevance. Maybe a deep league guy. Um, and he'd been solid enough going into Tuesday's start. He had a 3.91 ERA and just coming off a game with a season-high seven strikeouts. Uh, but against Seattle on Tuesday, Turnbull walked just two, striking out nine uh, in the season's fifth official no-hitter. It's sixth if you want to count Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning complete game. Uh, and this isn't to take away uh, from Turnbull's accomplishment any more than it takes away from John Means or Joe Musgrove or Carlos Rodon or Wade Miley. The, the question is, like, can this trend continue uh, over the over the whole season, or is this just a fluke uh, that we have five hitters, uh, five no hitters in less than six weeks? Um, I'm sure part of this is a function of how hitters approach the game now. The the three true outcome approach, um, where you're totally fine uh, if you take strikeouts uh, because uh, you're you're swinging for the fences, uh, and maybe that's just the cost of doing business uh, as a hitter in Major League Baseball. But the lowered rate of contact could be. Uh, at least a contributing factor to what leads to more no-hitters. And it's not the end of the world if no-hitters are more common. Uh, I mean, they're definitely more common. There's no denying it. Uh, But I remember growing up and feeling like it was special and rare. If it's happening on a weekly basis, that's maybe not quite the same. Uh, Other big news uh, from Tuesday uh, is that the Angels announced that Mike Trout is going to be out six to eight weeks uh, with a strained calf. And this is uh, obviously devastating for the Angels because... uh, Trout has has been the best player in baseball for basically the past decade, uh, give or take a few years. Uh, but and, and they don't really have uh, a great option to uh, to fill in for him. And this is uh, this is where uh, it gets kind of dicey. Is is that uh, it's one thing to you know you lose a star player, but if you happen to have uh, decent options to replace him, uh, that might mitigate uh, the effects. Uh, and I don't think that's that's the situation we're in with. Uh, uh, with the Angels. Uh, as it looks like right now, uh, Justin Upton will, will stay in left field. Uh, Taylor Ward uh, appears to be moving into center field. Uh, and then Jose Rojas uh, is in right. Now, Juan Lagares uh, could be part of that outfield mix. Uh, he's dealing with a minor toe injury as well. Uh, and, and certainly defensively, uh, Lagares could uh, give them uh, an upgrade in center field. Uh, but really, over the long haul, if you're going to be talking... Trout being out for uh, two months, 
running an outfield that includes Taylor Ward and Jose Rojas and Juan Ligueras uh, in two of the spots is uh, that sounds like trouble. Uh, so, you know, good good luck uh, to the LA Angels, uh, and I don't think there's uh, really a great opportunity there uh, for fantasy purposes. Uh, like pick, picking up Jose Rojas just because he's going to play uh, doesn't doesn't necessarily bring uh, a solution to your fantasy squad. So uh, let's start uh, with players who are most added uh, in fantasy baseball. Uh, and some of these guys are, you know, maybe obvious. Uh, in other cases, uh, there, there might be a few insights to be, to be taken away. And so the most added player uh, over the past week is Robbie Grossman uh, of Detroit. Uh, and now Grossman uh, is... We've talked about him uh, a few times, uh, how he's got four home runs, so there's a little bit of pop there. He has seven stolen bases. Now that's valuable. Uh, and uh, he hits at the top of the, the Tigers' order, has 18 runs scored, 20 RBIs, uh, is hitting 238. And 238 is, uh, you know, you're not going to necessarily get that much better uh, out of Grossman uh, in terms of batting average uh, because his real value is uh, he can get on base whether he gets the hits or not. Uh, with that 238 batting average, he's got a 376. Uh, on base percentage. So uh, Robbie Grossman uh, is uh, much more appealing in on-base percentage leagues, uh, but uh, even even in leagues that uh, go to batting average, where his batting average might be a bit of a de- detriment, uh, the, the chance to get those stolen bases uh, and some decent uh, counting numbers otherwise uh, still make Robbie Grossman worthwhile. Uh, then at number two, we've got Jared Kelenic, uh, the, the highly touted rookie for Seattle, who... Uh, in his first six games, he's hit uh, a home run and he's stolen a base and has a couple of runs scored and three three RBIs. He's also hitting 160, uh, so uh, it, it, he hasn't uh, immediately, uh, you know, landed and and given the Mariners a superstar performance. Uh, but uh, it's very early uh, in Kellenick's career, and and uh, I, I think you can look at his uh, minor league track record and, and still be sufficiently excited uh, about what he can do. Uh, and obviously now now is the time to pick him up uh, and if you're going to do it. Uh, for San Francisco, uh, shortstop Brandon Crawford is the number number three most added player. Uh, surprising power here. Crawford is up to 10 home runs. Uh, has 23 RBIs, 20 runs scored, three stolen bases, hitting 248. And he's sort of at the stage of his career where, where Crawford doesn't uh, necessarily offer a whole lot uh, offensively. Uh, and... He has six home runs in 13 games in the month of May, and that, that uh, has sort of vaulted him into uh, fantasy relevance, and at the very least, uh, in a middle infield spot, if you know, you've know you lost somebody to injury, uh, you could plug in Brandon Crawford and hope uh, that he can continue this power at least for a little while. Uh, staying in the middle infield, uh, Miami shortstop Miguel Rojas. Uh, and, and Rojas doesn't have splashy numbers, uh, but he's been consistent enough. and Not a ton of power, only has two home runs. He's got four stolen bases, which is okay. Uh, he has sco- scored 27 runs, and there's the uh, the difference maker. And also, he's hitting 290. Uh, so if uh, again Rojas, it's not like you're grabbing somebody here to be your starting shortstop, but as a middle infielder or a depth guy, uh, he he is uh, producing enough uh, to have that value. Uh, the fifth most added player is Colorado uh, Rockies infielder Josh Fuentes, uh, who. Over the, over the course of the season, he has four home runs, 24 RBIs, 16 runs scored, and hitting 260. Totally respectable. The 24 RBIs is nice. Uh, but over, <laughs> he's on a seven-game hitting streak right now, during which he's hitting 483, and he has 14 RBIs. Uh, and so Fuentes, uh, understandably, is drawing attention uh, because of that. Uh, all right, when we come back, we will look at uh, the most added pitchers. 
uh, and then uh, into the players who are most dropped uh, over the past week. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth, make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors, plus they occasionally have some limited time uh, special flavors they bring in too. Uh, but their standards are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's a wide variety. Uh, my favorite is the peanut butter brownie, followed closely by salted caramel. Uh, but if you haven't tried uh, all those flavors, you can get a mixed box uh, from Built Bar where you get two of each uh, of those nine. You get to sample them and, and decide uh, which ones you want to order. Uh, and not only are Built Bars uh, great tasting, they're covered in 100% chocolate, they also have lots of protein. They're low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. Uh, and, uh, you know, from my perspective, I started uh, using Built Bars when I went to an outdoor boot camp, um, looking to drop a few pounds, and uh, uh, kind of leaned right into it, making Built Bar part of my post workout routine. And um, it gave my muscles the protein boost they need. Uh, and uh, I think I've had a little bit of success. Uh, so go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so the most added pitchers uh, in fantasy baseball. And uh, number one is uh, starting on Wednesday, and that's Seattle's Logan Gilbert. Uh, their top pitching prospect uh, got called up last week, and then his first start uh, was not great. Uh, but you look at his minor league track record, uh, and you're not going to dismiss all the potential of Logan Gilbert because of you know one four-inning start. Uh, I, I think uh, you definitely, in much the same way uh, as you have to jump to get Kellenic now, uh, if you're going to get Logan Gilbert, you have to jump in now uh, and, and then hope uh, that he's ready to, to deliver results. I think over the long run, uh, both Kellenic and Gilbert are going to give you, uh, you know, a positive impact, but sometimes you know, there's a transition. Uh, from players uh, making the jump uh, into the major league. So we'll, we'll see whether or not Gilbert uh, is ready, and his second start going on Wednesday will uh, will help uh, help us get some answers there. Uh, second most added pitcher is Taiwan Walker in the New York Mets. Now he just left his last start with a, a strained oblique, so uh, <laughs> the, the ads were probably coming before he got hurt. Uh, but he's been great. 
Uh, in eight starts, he has, he's 3-1, and one, has a 2.05 ERA, 0.98 whip, 41 strikeouts in 44 innings. And Walker's not a huge strikeout guy, but 41 strikeouts in 44 innings is certainly respectable. Uh, and when you have the other numbers uh, that he does, well, you, you would definitely add that. Uh, so uh, he, he's been great value uh, for the Mets as a free agent. Uh, number three is Arizona's Madison Bumgarner, who we've, who we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, on this podcast, we started the year talking about how terrible he, he was pitching his first three starts, and since then, uh, in so in his past six starts, Bumgarner uh, has a 1.32 ERA, 0.59 WHIP. Uh, he's back to vintage Bumgarner suddenly, and and so understandably, uh, people uh, started to to get get away from Madison Bumgarner after his first three starts of the season. Uh, but it it appears that that uh, that has the tide has turned there. Uh, and now Bumgarner is kind of once again uh, very, very desirable uh, to have on your fantasy roster. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, veteran lefty Rich Hill, another one who started out uh, a little rough uh, this year uh, and now in his past four starts has a 0.83 ERA, 0.74 whip. Uh, and, and if you go back kind of over the past five or six years, Hill uh, delivers ace caliber uh, numbers when he's been healthy. Uh, thing is he, he has some trouble staying healthy and he's 41 years old so you don't necessarily expect that he's going to get more durable now uh, but uh, basically as long as you have uh, Hill on the mound and you know that he's going to be pitching uh, he's probably worth adding now uh, and then our, our fifth most added uh, pitcher over the past uh, week is you say Kikuchi uh, from Seattle and there's you know not always the most consistent uh, but that this is where you find you know some potential value because he was he was okay at the start of the season and he still only has a one and three record uh, but in his past four starts has a 3.08 ERA 0.87 WHIP uh, and on the season he's striking out more than a, more than a batter uh, per inning so um, there's value to be found uh, when you mine the waiver wire and. and come up with the likes of Walker and Bumgarner and Hill and Kikuchi. Uh, and, you know, maybe they're not the, the flashiest guys, but when we're talking about your you know, your sixth or seventh starter or uh, or a streaming option for fantasy, uh, they'll do. Uh, so now let's take a look at the players who have been most dropped uh, f- for fantasy, and we're going to exclude the players who, who are on the injured list. Now, uh, the, the first hitter on the list is somebody who, who just came off, and so he uh, it's Jerks and Profar uh, for San Diego. Now, he, he was on the injured list uh uh, amidst uh, quite a few uh, Padres go- going on their COVID-19 uh, list. And now Profar is active again, and uh, his, his production's okay. Uh, but really, it's a question of whether or not he's going to get regular playing time. Uh, he's hitting 243, only has one home run, but he does have five stolen bases. So there's, there's kind of some appeal there uh, if you know that Profar is going to play. Uh, also getting dropped is Jed Lowry in, uh, in Oakland, who... Uh, who is a great story? Uh, the fact that he's uh, you know made it made it back to the major leagues and and is contributing on a regular basis for uh, for Oakland, but he's hitting 254, uh, only three home runs, no stolen bases. Uh, he does have 23 RBIs, so there's some value there, and 18 runs scored, so he, he gets uh, some counting stats. Uh, but the fact that you get uh, no stolen bases and and very little uh, in terms of home run power uh, that does uh, diminish his appeal. Uh, number three for most drop uh, hitters is Eduardo Escobar, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks infielder uh, eligible at second and third. Uh, and he does have nine home runs, 28 RBIs, uh, but he's also hitting 216. 
and uh, and you know once those home runs are in the bank, if that batting average continues lingering around 216, uh, he just starts to hurt you. Uh, and and obviously there are enough people who who are uh, not uh, not willing to wait it out uh, with Escobar. Given uh, his 2019 season was great, but last year was pretty awful. Uh, and so if when he starts heading in the wrong direction, you can understand uh, uh, people having a, a fairly short leash uh, in how they deal with Eduardo Escobar. Uh, number four, we've got Evan Longoria. Uh, San Francisco Giants third baseman who started out pretty well uh, this season, but his average has dropped down to 233. He's two for 27 in his past seven games. Um, you know, the, I don't think that uh, you could have reasonably expected Evan Longoria to keep hitting uh, 290 or 300 the way he was uh, before this, uh, but... Uh, uh, he, he's definitely uh, kind of on the downward trajectory at the moment. Um, now, our number five is another another player who uh, is back uh, from injury, so uh, he's probably uh, about to uh, get picked up a little bit more. Is C.J. Crone, uh, first baseman for Colorado. Uh, who, he missed 12 days uh, with a back uh, issue. However, uh, in his past 12 games, uh, Crone is hitting 447, uh, so got his average up to 309 overall. Uh, so. He, he, he has been dropped a bunch, but that was uh, because he wasn't playing. I think now that Crone is back, uh, the, the you know, momentum there will turn. All right, now let's look to some pitchers uh, who are getting uh, cast aside. And first up is Dylan Bundy, uh, the Angels, who had a, a terrific season in 2020. Uh, it has not gone well uh, for him early this season. And uh, In eight starts, he's 0-5, has a 6.02 ERA. Now he has a 1.27 whip, which is you know, that's pretty respectable. Uh, and, and makes you think that the 6.02 ERA is uh, inflated uh, and due to come down. Uh, he's also striking out more than a batter per inning. So uh, if you're looking at buy low type candidates, D- Dylan Bundy probably qualifies. Uh, but I also I understand people not wanting to keep a guy uh, on the, on their fantasy staff while he rolls an ERA over six. Uh, then we've got Jay Happ uh, of the Minnesota Twins, who got off to a, a pretty good start early, which you know probably uh, had him rostered in, in more places, uh, but uh, overall, uh, he, his, he's been slumping, and his ERA is now down to five, or up to 5.35. He also has a 1.27 WHIP, so that ERA, uh, you know, could come down. Uh, but Hap is also he's a really low strikeout pitcher. He only has 20 strikeouts in 35 and a third innings, uh, and so, you know, you're, you're interested in J.A. Hap as a low end option if he's giving you a good ERA and a good WHIP. Uh, but with with a disastrous ERA, uh, the low strikeout numbers pretty much make him a deal breaker. Uh, at number three. Uh, for most drop pitchers is Nate Pearson uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays. I guess throwing 100 uh, is not is not enough uh, to keep your spot. His first start of the season, he went two and a third innings, gave up four hits, five walks, uh, and understandable uh, if if you want to kind of wait and see uh, whether Nate Pearson can uh, get get back on track here. Uh, and you know, obviously tantalizing, and uh, you know the Blue Jays had much higher hopes for him, uh, but you know given his trouble staying healthy over the past couple seasons and uh, and then uh, control issues when he is healthy, uh, I think it's it's fair uh, to leave Pearson to the waiver wire and, and be ready to, to come back come back for him if he's pitching well. Uh, number four, we've got San Francisco's Johnny Cueto. Uh, now Cueto is back from injury, uh, but his first start back was not not great, uh, and so I can understand uh, if you if you want to. Uh, take a break from Johnny Cueto. Uh, he's he's sort of at the point where you could at least use him as a streaming option, even with a bad start his last time out. He's got a 3.62 ERA, 1.24 WHIP, uh, 22 strikeouts in 27 to third innings. That's you know not a huge strikeout rate, but you know overall with the right matchup, uh, maybe pitching home games uh, in San Francisco, uh, give Johnny Cueto a look then. Uh, and then our fifth 
uh, most dropped uh, pitcher is Dinelson Lamette uh, for San Diego. And uh, he has a 2.25 ERA, and still uh, he's been let go because, I mean, he has a 1.50 whip. But in four, four uh, games, he's only pitched eight innings. And uh, yes, there are elbow problems, and it appears that Lamette is, you know, trying, you know, fighting against uh, the likelihood of surgery uh, to, uh, you know, to pitch his way through it and, and, and the Padres are doing it with a couple innings at a time. Well, you know, wonderful if he manages to make it through, but uh, it's also uh, not uh, not doing you any good uh, for fantasy purposes to get a guy who's just going a couple innings uh, per game. So uh, that will do uh, for our uh, most added and most dropped players over the week. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays uh, for Wednesday. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, and that includes Major League Baseball, also the NBA and NHL heading into the playoffs, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams make their runs into the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, every episode, I... Uh, bring up one player uh, who's rostered in less than 10% of uh, Yahoo leagues, and maybe it's somebody you need to race out to the waiver wire to get, uh, beat the competition, or maybe it's somebody just put on your radar uh, and be ready to pounce uh, when the time is right. Uh, And today, we're going to look to the Philadelphia Phillies, where injuries have created a bit of an opportunity uh, for middle infielder Nick Maton, who's he's hitting 313 in 26 games, has a couple home runs uh, that he hit against Toronto on Sunday, also has a couple of stolen bases, uh, but Keep in mind, he was a fairly mediocre hitter in the minors. He struck out 25 times while walking just twice. Uh, and so, in terms of long-term value, I'm still pretty cautious uh, about Maton. Uh, but uh, if you need somebody to fill in in the middle infield, uh, he, he might be worthwhile for the time being, and he's rostered in just 6% of Yahoo leagues. Now, a few injury updates uh, around Major League Baseball, in addition to the, uh, the big Mike Trout news. Uh, Chicago Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo is day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, don't know the severity yet. Um, Arizona starting pitcher Luke Weaver uh, has landed on the 10-day injured list with a strained shoulder, uh, considering that Zach Gallen is already on the injured list and Madison Bumgarner uh, left his last start early. Uh, things could be getting awfully dicey there uh, in Arizona. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Widener, I, I think, had a, a good rehab start, uh, and uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if Widener finds his way back to Arizona very quickly uh, because they're going to need some arms. Uh, Cincinnati uh, infielder and outfielder Nick Senzel is day-to-day with a knee injury. Uh, Minnesota starting pitcher Michael Pineda uh, headed to the 10-day injured list. He had an abscess removed from his inner thigh, and then so he ended up not starting on Tuesday night, uh, as was expected. Uh, but uh, now he's on the 10-day injured list. Uh, Yankees catcher Gary Sanchez day-to-day with a hamstring injury. Uh, any any timeout for Sanchez does open the door for Kyle Higashioka uh, to maybe play a little bit more for the Yankees. And, and in small samples, uh, Higashioka does... Uh, does deliver uh, some offense, so uh, it might be worth keeping an eye on. Uh, and San Francisco second baseman, Wilmer Flores, uh, he's dealing with a, a hamstring injury. Uh, they've had uh, quite a few uh, injuries there uh, among the uh, uh, the infielders in San Francisco. 
Uh, now, uh, let's grab a couple of matchups uh, for Wednesday. Uh, and the, the two that I like, I like uh, San Francisco with Kevin Gosman on the mound. Uh, minus 118 at betonline.ag at Cincinnati and Wade Miley. Uh, you know, two starts ago, Wade Miley threw his no-hitter, and that was a fantastic uh, performance. And then his la- last start out, he got clobbered. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe getting all that regression uh, in, in one game. Uh, and really, uh, Gosman has just been consistent and, and effective uh, for San Francisco this year. So getting him as a, as a slight favorite against Miley uh, seems like a, a favorable matchup there. Uh, and then Baltimore with John Means on the mound, minus 115 uh, against Tampa Bay uh, with Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, Means has just, I mean, he's been great. Over the past month, uh, we had, had him ranked as the, the top pitcher uh, in baseball. So getting him as a slight favorite, even for Baltimore. Uh, that's uh, it's probably worth a look. Uh, thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's grab a few DFS value plays uh, for Wednesday. Uh, we'll start with Cleveland starting pitcher Aaron Savali, who's $7,700 at the Angels. The Angels obviously are without Mike Trout. And so um, not that uh, they, they don't have other uh, talented players, but uh, that, that's a big hole uh, into that Angels lineup. Uh, New York Mets starting pitcher David Peterson is $7,300 at Atlanta. Uh, and now Peterson's ZRA is up in the fives, but uh, is fielding independent pitching, expected fielding independent pitching is all uh, much better than that. Uh, so, you know, and, and he's missing more bats uh, this year in his second season. So uh, uh, there might be a chance here for Peterson to, to give you some value. Now, Washington Nationals first baseman Josh Bell is $3,500 at the Cubs and Jake Arrieta. Uh, Bell got off to just an awful start. And he's still only hitting 180, uh, but he's he is hitting 412 during a five-game hitting streak. Uh, Dodgers, second baseman and shortstop uh, eligible, Gavin Lux, $3,300 uh, against Arizona and Merrill Kelly. Uh, Lux got off to a slow start, but in his past seven games, hitting 400, has a couple of home runs, 10 RBIs, um, well worth your uh, interest at that price. Uh, Texas shortstop, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. We'll just keep, keep uh, throwing him out there as long as uh, the prices are... Uh, worthwhile, and he's $3,900 against the Yankees with Corey Kluber on the mound. Uh, Boston Red Sox outfielder Alex Verdugo, $3,800 at Toronto. Uh, Verdugo, not flashy, but hitting 285, 796 OPS, uh, going uh, to, to play in Dunedin with Ross Stripling on the mound for Toronto. Uh, that's not a bad uh, matchup at that price. Uh, and then Houston outfielder Kyle Tucker, $3,600 at Oakland. Uh, the A's have Frankie Montes on the mound, and now Montes is, is starting to come around a bit, uh, but he's still got an ERA close to five, uh, and so uh, and Tucker is a, a pretty dangerous bat, so I'll, I'll take my chances uh, at that price. Uh, that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Buy Low, Sell High Thursday. Uh, also, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. The playoffs are, are on and rolling uh, over there. So uh, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes if you can, and also check out Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.